Hey everyone, welcome to Expansion Cast. Expansion Cast is a magical podcast I created so people could find simple or unconventional solutions to expand their personal awareness and experience. This podcast is dedicated towards revealing people's divine truth and how that divine truth works its way out into the world, one by one, helping liberate each of us on our personal path to freedom. If you love this podcast, please give us a rating and share. So Haley, I just want to welcome you to Expansion Cast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's... um. I saw some of your work and it looked pretty cool and and you explained to me a little bit how it works but yeah maybe can you go through that a bit more sure so I create intentional symbols and I bring them down from a highly connected space and they're very much um, higher truths that exist within all of us so all of these truths exist within every one of us but depending on our struggles, depending on um, just our journey, some will be more relevant to what we need. Um, And they're very much used as an anchor to bring us back to that higher truth, to our higher state, um, where we can remember and actually feel in our core (laughs) what our truth is. So, So when we're going through something, if we're having a bad day, if we're going through a really hard time in life, we can look to it and instantly feel it and bring us back and remember what we're doing, why we're doing it, why we're experiencing what we're experiencing. So a symbol has that much, that much power to help us? It does. And um, I'm figuring it out as I go along too. I didn't, um, I didn't come in being like, okay, I've got these symbols and this is what they do. And, you know, I didn't know. I just was brought to do it. And over time, it's been five months that I've been doing them and I learned more and more about them. (laughs) So they're really, yeah, they, they do and they surprise me all the time. And then I also do custom symbols where I actually tap into a specific person Um, on a soul level, bring it down. And it's very much a reflection of your own essence. And it comes with messages and its own, as well as a writing, which all of the regular ones come with, but it's very much personalized and an actual piece of yourself. So, uh, yeah, what's, so what do the regular ones do? Where do you get that information from? Where's that sourced? Um, so I just connect to God and I connect to this, connect to my high self, knowing that I was brought to do this, um, knowing that it is very much um, mine to bring down. And I I connect to it as it comes down. I feel into it. I feel um, all that it is. A lot of the time I can bring it back to something that I'm experiencing that day in my own life. I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> that's why this one came down. Um, but I, yeah, I look and sometimes I see um, in the symbol like a story being told. It shows me, um, it just looks like something. Sometimes it's just a feeling. And usually it takes, um, quite a few minutes before I actually fully, fully understand it. It just gives me a few things. And then those few things snowball into so much more. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Um, what about, so, you know, when I met you, I purposely didn't dive into what you do too much because I, I, um, I want to be able to understand it from like an audio perspective where, because nobody can see what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. So, and they look like symbols that might be from, well, I don't know, like maybe inside a tomb or something. Who knows? Um, so you see these symbols in your mind? No, I don't see them in my mind. So the way that it started was um, in my awakening, I began to see energy. And I knew that it was, I knew that seeing these shapes that I see was really important to my journey and what I was meant to be doing. But at that time, I wasn't in a place where um, I was meant to be doing it yet. It just kind of appeared. So I put it on the shelf and I, one day I began to see larger, more intense um, shapes coming towards me, kind of shifting. And I still see these and I can't fully see what they look like clearly, but they came into my vision so large and just so in my face that I couldn't ignore it. And I began to realize, oh, these want me to bring them down. Um, so I don't see them clearly. I, I go through my ritual and when I bring one down, I actually close my eyes and allow it to flow through on the paper. So then I open my eyes and I usually instantly will have a feeling about it. Um, I'll just sit with it for a minute and admire its its shape and look and see what is this trying to tell me? What is it making me feel? Um, what did this come to do? Because they all come with an intention to connect us back to the intention behind them is the higher truth that they are. So I... I look at it and it eventually tells me the story of what it is. And then I can really feel it and identify and bring it back to a specific feeling that I've had or experience that I've had and really understand um, what kind of circumstance it's meant to be helping somebody in. So I write down what it is, what it means, and I usually get a color. Well, I do always get a color. I get a color and then I create um, a painting. I create the background trying to captivate its essence, um, but not, it has to be so that it doesn't take away from the symbol, so that it doesn't mute the symbol. So I, yeah, I bring forth the symbol onto the background. And then once that is done, I connect to it again. And I, it didn't start this way, but it now actually speaks its own message. So I don't know if you noticed the writings that were there, but each symbol speaks its message to me as well. Um, and the way that it started was I knew I was meant to be writing something. I thought it was more of a story. So I actually started by writing my own feeling into what it was the first one came through and it was very much um related to what i was going through for probably those past few months what it led me to so i wrote my own story from my perspective then the next one that came through i identified it was something about love something about um having about two souls connecting and intertwining. And it wasn't something I was 
going through at that time, but it was something I could understand and relate to. So I wrote that from the perspective of being in the person's shoes um, that would be experiencing that. And then it was the next one that kind of took over. It wrote its own thing. And after that, it would it just started speaking from the symbol's perspective, saying, I am here to help you with this. And that's what I mean when I say that I didn't come in knowing knowing what these were. I just knew I was meant to do them. And it's there's so much more that they are that I don't even know yet. <laughs> I mean, every time that I bring a new one down, it's like I have a new realization about what they are. And yeah, it's kind of just all unfolding. It's a journey. Yeah, it sounds pretty amazing. So are the each of these symbols, they're very different from each other. And would you say that like they're uh, maybe signatures of a spirit or? Um, I wouldn't say of a spirit. The way that I thought they were before I knew, before I started doing this work, when I just began to see them was I thought maybe they were little like DNA packets to activate within us to remind us of our truth. And honestly, I'm not sure if they are those yet. Um, I don't believe they're spirits. I, I feel like they're an energetic, I don't want maybe an energetic frequency that's within us. It's something that exists within us. And once you look at it and you read its message, it activates in you. Right. So did you, every time you, so every time you have a struggle, do you work on one of these or do you bring one in? Um, at the beginning, I, when I was going through, when I was having a hard day or in one of my shadows, um, just really experiencing something hard, sometimes I would ask specifically for something to come through. I have asked, um, I did ask for something to come through on a new moon, stuff like that. Um, but usually I just ask that the symbol that wishes to come through comes through um, without, without me being attached to it. Only if I really am struggling and I'm like, I want to do this for me. But most of the time I just um, set the intention that whatever wants to come through today um, comes through. So I wonder... When you do the personal ones, the personal symbols, have you ever done the same person twice and had the symbol change? Or Nope, I have not done that. And I've been wondering that too, about if someone got a custom symbol done. Um, it's It tells you about you on a soul level. It tells you something about what you are. And then it also... Um, dives into the struggles you're currently going through and experiences and where you are on your journey. So I've also wondered that. Um, mm. I've only been doing this for such a short amount of time, but I feel like I feel like I will one day know whether it will be a new symbol. And I feel like I feel like it will be. It will be because our where we are on our journeys is constantly shifting. So I feel like it might be a reminder of a different um, part of yourself because we have so we have so much depth to us. We have so many pieces of ourselves, and I feel like, yeah, I feel like what we need is always shifting. Hmm. So how long have you been? You know, I gotta wonder. Like, 
seeing you, you, you see, appear pretty young. Yeah, I'm 24. Wow. And you seem quite connected to this stuff. You know, you seem very aware. Where did that come from? Uh, so my awakening began in my second pregnancy. I'm a mom of two. Um, I was so disconnected from myself. I was, my whole life, I dealt with depression, anxiety, and um, with the birth of my first son, becoming a mom the first time, I really lost my entire identity. Um, yeah, I didn't even, I was just a shell. I wasn't even anything. I lost everything that I was. And I feel like this was really necessary for my rebirth. Um, so I went into my second pregnancy and I very intentionally called my baby in. Um, and I knew I wanted to have a really natural home birth. And that's really when it began because I started doing something for myself for the very first time and really going deep into what I wanted. So I ended up deciding I wanted to have a free birth at home, which means um, no medical providers or anything like that. And yeah, it was the first time that I did something for myself and I reconnected within. And that's when I started because I didn't have any pregnancy care either. And I just wanted it to be completely intuitive. And at that time, I didn't really know what that meant. <laughs> I, I had no knowledge of what that was. So as I went through this pregnancy and I learned how to communicate with my baby and just be really in tune with my body and trusting of my body and trusting of myself. And that's when I started, you know, setting boundaries with people and doing what I wanted to do no matter what, knowing that I was here to do this and that I trusted myself and I had the most amazing experience. And in that birth experience that I had, it was the first time I accessed my personal power in my life. I can't even describe <laughs> the feeling that it was, but it act it definitely activated something within me. So um, I reconnected to the part of myself that knew I was meant to be an entrepreneur because I started um, a business where I was going to take women through women who wanted to find that um, really intuitive and juicy and trusting piece of their self. Um, and I very quickly realized over a few months that I wasn't meant to be doing this. And I wanted to, my whole goal with that was I wanted women to feel empowered and connected within to themselves and trusting of themselves and really confident in knowing that following their heart meant more than anything else. So I began to realize I wanted to help women in all areas of their lives. So I started a program called She Rises, where I took people, took women on a journey. Um, it was, I think, it was 12 weeks going through um, using the chakras to kind of guide through the layers of yourself to reconnect. And I realized quickly that that also wasn't what I was meant to be doing. And that's when these symbols started getting really in my face and guiding me. Um, and I knew I was meant to bring them into form. So it was really, 
yeah, my, my reconnection within began with that pregnancy, with going through my journey of finding what I was meant to be doing. And I've always had that feeling like I knew I was meant to be doing something of my very own, something creative, something very unique. I was never meant to follow a normal path. And yeah, I guess what I really did was I connected to my heart and followed it no matter what, knowing that there was something. And eventually I did, I did find what I was looking for. It came to me and yeah, that's really, that's really where it came from is just following my journey. Yeah. So you, uh, you must've had some surrender happening in your journey. You must've like, maybe was it around the second pregnancy or something like you had a big surrender moment? Yeah. Um, it was after my pregnancy, it was, it was definitely in between starting my birth business and realizing I was meant for more, but not having any experience other than my own following of my heart. Um, I actually did go through a program that someone was running called surrender. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, yeah. And that was, definitely the biggest moment was I can keep doing this birth work, which I have, I was um, working to become a doula before my second pregnancy. So it's something tangible, something I had. And so I could have very easily and more comfortably stayed in that lane, instead of just being like, no, there's something else calling me and I don't know what. So it was really surrendering to, yeah, just knowing that there was something else. <laughs> so how do you do that? How do you just surrender into that space of not knowing if you're going to be held or nurtured or looked after while you're in the dive? How do you do that? Yeah, it's it's really hard. And that's something that honestly, I came with that feeling of just needing to follow my heart. And that's what I want to bring to other other women and other people is that surrender because so many people don't have that. And I've had so many people tell me like, I could never do that. I could never just let go and do whatever I was called to. And yeah, I see so many people struggling with that. And that's really what I want to help people do because it is hard. And I think that's also where my symbols come in. Um, being able to anchor yourself to this knowing to something higher, higher than yourself that you can really grab onto and allow it to take you because it's hard. It's hard. Even if you know you're meant for something, even if you have something tangible, it's so hard to leap even into something that you know you could do. And without that physical thing um, to put your trust into, it's really, it's really hard. So I, I think what people would say is, well, oh, you probably had somebody supporting you financially and you had, you know, all you were safe and the jump probably wasn't that challenging, you know, because here you are. You know. I have people tell me that a lot. <laughs> people tell me that a lot. My um, my husband tells me that all the time. Well, it's easy for you. <laughs> like somewhat I did. I did come with that, but I when I, st- I started coaching with someone and I mean, I had $0 to my name and I borrowed $3,000 to do three months of coaching with someone when I was um, starting my birth business. And I borrowed this money thinking like, 
oh gosh, I'm never going to be able to pay this back. How is that ever going to happen? And I ended up being able to really fast afterwards and it shocked me. So I think there's just, you have to be able to jump into that unknown. If you don't jump into the unknown, um, you'll never know. You'll never know (laughs) if it will catch you. And there has to be some, some sort of not really knowing if you can trust, there's always going to be that. And if it feels like you can't, if it feels like there's no way you possibly could, I mean, then you'll never know. Yeah, true. So do you think that uh, the best the, the best uh, surrender is always through fear? I think it's definitely necessary. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can surrender without... To fully surrender means to, I think, move into the fear. I think, I think it's hard to say that we won't have any fear doing it, even if surrender means to just let go. You have to let go, but there's also going to be so many emotions going on that we just have to move through and allow to move through us. It's all, it's all such a huge part of us. And I think to ignore the feelings that come, very real feelings, is um, avoiding. <laughs> that makes sense. There's always going to be fears, doubts. There's always going to be feelings that come with anything. Yeah, so speaking of feelings and emotions, when I first met you, I thought you were experiencing some, some emotions that day. Uh, maybe yeah. it was just our conversation. I don't know, but... Yeah, I was very nervous. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty fearful of speaking to others. It's definitely one of my main struggles that I am overcoming and um, working on stepping into this fear. I I was very nervous to come on here today, and yet here I am. <laughs> here I am. But um, what actually helped me was my own my own custom symbol that I made for myself. Um, when I when I make a symbol, lots of messages come through. And one of my messages was, I have it right beside me, that it's time to stand up, even if your voice shakes and your legs quiver in fear. And I can tell you that my voice was shaking and my legs were quivering, so. <laughs> <laughs> and that was happening when I was talking to you that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was and yeah. and before coming on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, feelings it's... are a huge part of it, and I think we need to step into them and allow them. And what this did for me was, I've always been afraid of showing that I'm fearful when I'm nervous. It's very obvious, as you know, and being able to look at this message that came through for me that. I need to stand up even if even if this is happening for me, even if I'm nervous and it's showing that I have permission to do it, that it's a part of my journey, that it's necessary, that if that's not happening, then I'm not stepping into anything. I'm not standing up. I'm not following my path. Yeah, so when you're not stepping in, that's when you start to feel depressed? I. Yeah, my depression, I can, when I was, after my first son, having my first son, I was at my lowest point at rock bottom. I had nothing inside of me, it felt like, and I can identify that. 
for myself is not being in my essence, is not um, being in my truth, not following my journey, not, um, I guess I was just lost. I had lost what I knew was a big, like art was a big part of my life and I gave that up completely. I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur and wanted to start a business and for I had to put that to the side. And I really, yeah, it was really from not having and also losing myself. I didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't know what I liked. I My passion was gone. I had nothing um, that was bringing me joy that was outside of motherhood. And so I think it was just, I had so many layers as well on top of me um, that were covering myself. So in this journey, it wasn't just um, that I had my amazing <laughs> um, intuitive pregnancy and had a really powerful birth and then all of a sudden life was good. It was that I really had to rediscover pieces of myself. I had to take off layers. I had to take off um, lies that I thought about myself and that I um, projected onto myself from my past experiences. And I had to really find um, what was beneath the surface. Yeah. So do you think in the nervousness that you feel now that there's maybe still some more lies there? Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I was telling myself earlier that all I have to anchor myself to in my past experiences is um, that I've always been scared to speak. I've always been scared to put myself out there. But really, I think I think a lot of it is also excitement. I have a lot of excitement that um, because I've only felt it as fear, I'm still learning how to actually allow that to feel as excitement. And it's very much like a um, an instinct. Oh, I'm feeling this high energy. I must be nervous. And so I've also been working on that to kind of, yeah, just reminding myself, like, I'm feeling this and I'm perceiving it as this, but it's really just a perception because that's not really what's there. You're blowing me away. <laughs> Seriously, you know, you're 24 and you're you you're intuiting all this stuff and it's it's absolutely bang on you know like i have the same struggle and speaking that's you know that's partly probably why i'm doing this because i surrendered into you know speaking more and more and and uh and you're right about the power you know but i had to go to see some speaker in bali at an event who you know told me that yeah, the reason you're getting all nervous and stuff is because your energy is getting stuck. Mm, he says, mm. "He says, shake it up a bit, move around a bit. And mm -hmm. I did that. And then all of a sudden my whole body is tingling and then I could speak. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And just a um, um, couple nights ago, Thursday nights at the Owl here, they have uh, poetry reading nights. Okay. And I've, you know, I've always kind of like, oh, yeah, I've got some poems I wrote like three or four years ago. I should go go uh, in front of the camera because they put it actually on Shaw TV. Oh, wow. And, uh, but I knew that was going to be hard for me. And for some reason, every Thursday that, that that was happening, I had a customer or something. And then this past Thursday, supposed to be sitting in a mediumship circle, so helping develop uh, mediumship skills and psychic skills. <laughs> and my knowingness said, you're not supposed to be here. Go to the, you got to go over 
to do some poetry. Uh-huh. And not even, you know, two minutes later, my phone rang or somebody texted me. And she's like, I'm going to go with the owl. Do you want to join me? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, I'll, I'll be there. So I went. And uh, yeah, when I was sitting in the chair, I was still super nervous, you know, sitting in the audience. And uh, I felt somebody maybe looking at me off to the right. And I looked and this lady was looking directly at me and she pointed at me and she goes, you're going up. And I'm like, oh, I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I went up and uh, read some poetry. And yeah, I was so nervous. My foot was shaking the floor. And mm-hmm. yeah, but, you know, I got off and everybody said, you know, everybody clapped lots. And, you know, a couple mm-hmm. guys, you know, the first couple of guys I seen, they said, wow, that was really tight. That was like awesome. And I'm like, what? Where'd you, <laughs> were you? I was there. <laughs> That's so funny. And yeah, that's definitely how it feels is just a knowing that you're meant to be doing something and knowing that um, you're meant to be somewhere else doing something else. And when you're first, when I was first starting on my journey, it was really hard to identify this. Um, And mostly I wouldn't follow it because there's so much fear but now that I now that I can feel it and actually know that it's guiding me, I can say, "Hey, I I know I'm meant to be doing this. I'm so scared to do it." But yeah, it's just part of my journey. And what you said about having everybody congratulate you afterwards is that's how it always feels. Is so scared and and then when you come off, there's that there's that feeling of, oh, I did it. And everybody surrounding you telling you that it was great and not being able to really remember because there's so many, so many emotions going on. But, but overall later, looking back and seeing it as just a piece that guided you. And one of the first steps, one of the steps, the little breadcrumbs on your path. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk some more about these, uh, these um, symbols. So I met you at an event where there was, I guess, I don't know what you call it. What, what kind of an event was it? Um, it was called the Gypsy Soul uh, Psychic and Craft Bender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like kind of all sorts of things happening there and maybe only about 30 different vendors or 40 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know so- what? And I slowly walked around to all of them and I'm really intuitive energetically. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's usually what pulls me in and keeps me at somebody's table. Uh And you had the most amazing energy there. You had, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was like you were on your, it was like you were in your divine knowing. It was like you're on your divine path. You know, and, and most of the other people just seem like they were just there. They were just there trying to make some money, you know, do whatever. You know, maybe they were on a path, but you really stood out and your table stood out. Your work stood out. Your artwork really stood out. And so yeah, it's very cool. Um, so I guess, are you making any money doing this? I have been, yeah. Yeah, nice. it's um, it was definitely a bit slow to start, but energy feels like it's coming in and going out. I'm definitely getting 
more people attracted to my stuff as I learn more of um, how to talk about them and get a better idea of what they are. It's just, yeah, putting myself out there is, is starting to pick up and I'm definitely feeling more confident about my work. I mean, the first few months, it's like, wow, I'm doing all of these. And I, I literally had never made one until I made these for um, Solaris, my business. And just seeing it come into form, it's, it's like at this point, it doesn't even matter if I'm making money because I feel, I just know that big things are coming with them regardless of whether I can see them happening now or not. And it's just amazing to feel them and to be able to do this knowing that it came to me. And yeah, it just feels really good. <laughs> so how, how do you tune in to this? How do you tune in? Uh, to my symbols? Yeah. Um, I, I just go through a ritual. I connect to, um, God I use, you can use universe source. It doesn't matter. I just say God, cause I believe it's the highest, highest connection to the one. And, um, yeah, I just go through connecting, knowing that it's a piece of me and just allowing it to setting the intention that it will flow through me as it needs to knowing that it's knowing that it's a part of me in some way at a higher level, but consciously it's not. I had someone at the market um, who bought a symbol. She asked me, so what was your intention when you made this? I'm like, oh, um, I don't have an intention. I just allow the intention of that symbol to flow through me. It's not that I couldn't possibly make them for my conscious mind. <laughs> there's just, there's just no way. Um, so it's really, it's really just opening the space for them to come through, for them to um, just put themselves forth as they want to. I really see them as another entity, not, it's hard to explain, just as another, I feel like they're living and they're conscious in a way. And they know, they know who they're for. And I fully trust that um, the people that are meant for each specific symbol will find that symbol when they need to. Yeah. So would you call yourself a channeler? Yeah, it's definitely, it is channeling. Um, I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of just mixed feelings about that word. So it's definitely channeling, opening, opening the space to allow it to come through from, from the highest um, connection to God. Yeah. So I think there, there might be some um, interest at this point in the podcast. Maybe where could they find your website to see Great. some samples? My website is um, www.solariscreations.com. And you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at three, the number three Solaris. And if you go on my Instagram, my entire Instagram is only pictures of each um, painting where you can click on it and read its sacred writing that comes with it. So it's very easy to navigate on on Instagram and just if you want to see what they are and um, the way that you find the one you're meant for is you'll be looking and instantly you'll just feel like, oh, I have a pull to want to read what this one is. What is this? And every single person that has asked me to read a message has read it. And I've 
literally seen them light up and like, oh my gosh, because when you look at it, you don't know what it is. You don't know, you don't know why you're drawn to it. You just, you just are. And you read its message and you're like, that is exactly what I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been a me being at those markets. I've been at three and this gypsy soul market was the first one that um, people could really feel what they were. Um, and it was just amazing to see so many people left in almost tears because they could just feel it so deeply and it, it just resonates so much. So yeah, I would just say, look at, look through them. And if one calls to you, just read its message and you'll probably know why. <laughs> so do you sell duplicates or, uh, or do you sell originals? No, um, each one is unique and yeah, I don't duplicate any. Nice. Yeah. And you, I think, what do you charge for these? So the regular ones are $100. And then for the custom symbols, they are 200 And that also includes um, a video call where I tell you all about your symbol, all that came through. And um, yeah, it's very, the custom symbols are very much a co-creation between myself and your energy. It's, it's really, really unique and really special to feel and I mean I brought through my own symbol I knew I was meant to but I had to wait till I had done a few others um and I brought mine through and when I saw my own symbol that was literally a piece of myself I can't even describe the feeling it's I made a post about this yesterday it's like a combination of tears and joy and reverence and yeah it's so hard to put into words but it's amazing to see a piece that actually came from the highest connection to you. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be interesting to see what your experience was like mingling with my energy. <laughs> <laughs> I have some pretty wild energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever want one, you know where to find me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. I feel like you might maybe could do a tarot card set with these things. That is so funny because that's actually something that um, came to me a couple months ago is that I feel like they're eventually going to be a deck. Yeah. I started actually (laughs) when I was before I had this come and I was kind of in between like, what am I supposed to be doing? I was doing um, readings for others and, intuitive coaching and I loved it. I love reading for people. And when I stopped doing that, there was actually a deep feeling of sadness that I wasn't doing this anymore. I knew I wasn't meant to, but there was sadness because I love reading for people and everyone who's had a symbol made for them and a few people who have just asked to read one of the regular ones messages and read it they're like that was like a reading but better so it it is very much like like a reading even the regular ones it's like doing a reading for yourself it's being pulled to something not knowing why and then just having that knowing like oh that's why and understanding and putting it to what you're experiencing so it's pretty cool that way yeah it's kind of like being drawn to a book in an old bookstore and you know, take it home and you start reading it and it's absolutely the most beautiful exactly. book you could have picked for the moment. Yeah, Exactly. And the last thing that I'll say about 
that I have to say about um, the difference between a regular symbol and the custom symbols is the regular intentional symbols are very much based on um, your human life, your human experiences, your struggles, and overcoming something very specific in your life. And the custom symbols um, come through and they're more, they're a reflection of you and I feel like they um, guide you on a bigger part of your journey. Something, something big, a big theme in your life that's probably, I've had people tell me it's their biggest, um, kind of the biggest thing that's gone through their entire lives. How long does it take you to channel a, a personal symbol? The custom symbols take, um, some of them take me, have taken me a few weeks to do. Um, I can, I only tap into them and work on them when I'm in the proper mindset. So if I'm in, I, I want to make sure that it's coming from the highest place. So I will, um, for a session, I will bring forth the symbol, feel into it, and then create its background. And then in another session, sometimes I'll do, usually there's more than one color, so I'll paint some more. And then in another session, I'll actually put on the symbol and then, um, after that, I actually sit with it and let it to speak its writing and its messages to you. And then there's a period where I wait um, so I can varnish it um, before I can ship it. And it takes it takes a few weeks usually to get it fully finished. Yeah, so it's just not some uh, crayon drawing on a piece of yeah, paper exactly. that you're sending it's out. Not, it's not just something that I do for like 10 minutes and it's done. It's, I only connect to it with my really high energy and with deep reverence and love for the process and honor for the process because it's not it's not just art and art is actually the last thing that it is i mean it's art but the biggest part of it is what it makes you feel what it brings to you its energy its frequency its its message to you and the very last thing is that it's a piece of art <laughs> <laughs> so let me see uh the one that you were talking about earlier for the talking sure, for my own yeah yeah let's see that one okay all right so this one is my symbol well oh, how do I explain what that looks like to people that are listening it's very difficult <laughs> um yeah I don't know it's uh how does it make me feel? I guess that's the thing. So if I just let the energy of that one sink into me. Oh yeah, so for me it feels like uh, um, I actually have a painting I did <laughs> that has a bit of something like that symbol in it. Oh and my God. And you have some some kind of gold at the top in some arcs. And so to me, it looks like a great big loudspeaker coming from source that's opened up this kind of space to allow you to um, speak to potential. Mm, speak mm -hmm. to people's potential mm. yeah beautiful 
Yeah, to me, it definitely, to me, I see the sun. There's a little, yeah, is there. And yeah, I definitely feel like it's radiating its light onto me. And yes, opening up that space. Um, I think potential is actually something that did come through. It's very, very much allowing me to do the work that I meant to do. <laughs> would you mind if I read my symbol out? Oh, I'd be honored if you would. Yeah. Sure. I would love to do that. So mine says, Haley, your soul is ever flowing, ever seeking. You have so much to feel, so much to sense and know. You feel deeply all the highest of highs and lowest of lows. When you feel all of this darkness, along with the weight of pressure to expand and bring radical change to the world, remember that you feel it all for such a divine purpose. Do not fear all of the changing tides that carry you. You are here to experience, to love, to find magic and joy in following your own heart, in radically creating your own path, to blaze the trail, to dream the vision, to bring the change, activating the new. Forget not that you are a visionary leader, a creatrix of a new reality. Feel not the dense responsibility, but instead the freedom and infinite creativity that courses through your being. You have the ability to bend time and reality. You are always guided by your connection. It's time for you to step into the truth of who you are. Be bold, take up space. It is time to be free. It's time to bring the magic and wonder of your soul to life. Expand. Well, yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, I think it's so fitting for you, too. Yes, yeah. yeah. It definitely is. It When it came through, it felt very much like me, and yet there were pieces of it that gave me permission to be like, yeah, that is me. Stepping in as a leader is something that <laughs> scares me again, but that I've always known. I've always known I'm a leader. I've always known I meant to be creating something new and really activating, <laughs> activating something. Mm-hmm. So here we are, and sometimes I'd like to do a little part on the podcast, karma confessions. Mm. So in a karma confession, what that's about is, it's about talking about something that scares the living shit out of us to talk about. Something so personal, but yet something that we feel we need to let go of. Mm. Do you have something like that that you'd like to share? Gosh, I need to sit with that for a minute. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like there's something better. But there's one I can think of that keeps coming to mind. It's just um, how, I guess we've been talking about it, just how scared I am to be seen as a leader to put myself um, as an expert to be, to put myself as someone who, I guess, as a, um, an authority seeing myself as, yeah, an authority scares, scares me so much. And yet I know I meant to be doing it. I know I meant to be stepping into it. And it's, it's very interesting to know something so deeply, to be able to feel something more and know it more than I know anything else and yet fear it 
that's all I can think of right now. Well, that's that's still that's still pretty deep. I mean, everybody has their own stuff, and you know, it's interesting as you know, the more stories I hear from people, the more I see how we all have our own idea of what struggle is. You know, mm, absolutely. You know, one person's struggle is way different than another's. You know, uh-huh. and uh, and Jeff might look at John and say, "That that's not a struggle. There's no way. That's like what? That's like every day for me. That's just normal." But yeah, yeah we're all so different. Yeah, that definitely speaks to how unique we are and how I feel how much depth there is to us and how much there is to discover. There is so much that's waiting for you to find, that's waiting to come out. Yeah. So do you do any other channelings? Like, uh, do you do like psychic work or anything? Do you, like if I said right now, um, what kind of energy do you see around me? What would you say? I see lots of just what I always see, just energy moving, just shifting, flickering, but that could also be from the, from the computer. <laughs> could be. <laughs> yeah, it just seems very high energy over there. Yeah, I don't know how, if people can actually see energy over video or not. Yeah, it's very hard to tell if it is the computer or not. Yeah, because I can never... I can see energy around people and, uh, I mean, I see different things. Um, if I'm sitting with a person and talking to them, usually a part of their body will, you know, the chakra color will come into that part of the body mm-hmm. and it'll give me some, some sort of an indicator of what the deeper issue is with that person, what their struggle is. Okay. Uh, but honestly, I never see that on video. So I always see it in person. I definitely see a blue aura around you. It's just very small. I don't know. That could be the light. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I do have another one more question for you. What sure. What would you say is the biggest transformation you've seen in one year in a customer? My one client was um, going through some struggles, and the biggest one has been she it was before she even got her symbol i had shown it to her on our video call i didn't even read her writing to her i just told her all the keywords that came through and showed her her piece um and she called me a few days later she had some she had been in an accident um not too long ago and has had pretty bad knee pain every day and it's been it's been really debilitating and hard for her. And she called me and she was like, you won't believe what just happened. I had a talk with my partner. I identified a root um, cause of, it was in her symbol, there was something being suppressed and she realized what was being suppressed and she um, acknowledged it and she released it. And when she released it, She experienced a pop in her knee and her knee pain was gone for, I think she said it was a good few days or a week that she, that it was almost completely gone. And then it came back? Yeah, it did come back. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But she did have this experience where she, I feel like she got through that layer. She was able to see 
that she could, because she, she identified this pain that she was experiencing was a symptom of something that she was suppressing within herself. And it was just really cool. <laughs> really yeah. Cool yeah. I see a lot of people uh, with lots of different pains in their body and yeah, they, they search and search and search and seek and seek and seek mm-hmm. outside of themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the pain doesn't go away. Maybe with some medication, it might create another mask. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got to thank you for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure. It's been real yeah. nice to get to know you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been it's been great. And overcoming this fear for the first time is <laughs> a good step. Yeah. So uh, how can people get a hold? Can people phone you? Can How can people order? Maybe, ho- hopefully you're going to get a whole bunch of orders out of the podcast. That would be cool. <laughs> so <laughs> if you go on my um, Instagram at Theresa Laris, um, under each, if you click on a photo, it will say sold if it's sold. And if not, then it's available to purchase. You can purchase by contacting me over Instagram or Facebook. Um, or my email is um, three solaris creations at gmail.com. Uh, you do have to contact me to order though. Okay, so no telephone. Uh, you can call me if you'd like 403 393 9259. And I ship all over the world so far. I've had most of my symbols have actually gotten to the US. Um, yeah. This podcast is Expansion Cast. Thank you for listening.